using discount code FRUITS. We are looking good for the ride in this morning. No wrecks, no stalls, no traffic signal problems to report to you. You be careful. Maybe we can keep it that way throughout the morning. The branches at the Y are clean and safety measures are in place. Early childhood education, fitness centers, walking tracks, swimming, personal training, and school age essential worker child care. YMCAHuntsville.org. Captain Nick in the Jordan Lane Popeye Skywatch Traffic Center for WTKI Talk. I'm Dr. Joel Pickett at the Spine and Neuro Center. Over time, the bones in the lower back can overgrow, leading to cramping and pain in the legs. Fortunately, there is a microsurgery where a small incision less than one inch in length can decompress those nerves. Most folks are able to be discharged from the hospital the same day. Our neurosurgeons are highly trained in dealing with problems of not only the nerves, but also the spinal bones. Take the first step toward finding relief that's right for you. The Spine and Neuro Center at Huntsville Hospital. Call 533-1600. Mrs. Holland thought it would be a good way to get him out of the house. You hear that? Ain't nothing sadder than an outdoor cat thinks he's an indoor cat. Well, look at here. Red Holland on 1450 AM and 105.3 FM. WTKI Talk. You know, you have all these things, life goes on normally, right? Except lately, you know, the last, what, three months? Was it March, April, May, June? No, four months? It just keeps going. Uh, we have, you know, we haven't talked about things a little bit. We've talked about mental health, but we have not talked about people that already have, who are already challenged, and now we have this on top of it. Because, you know, stress levels aren't high at all. Um, Wendy Reeves, who is, uh, she's the interim executive director for um, Partnership for a Drug-Free Community. And uh, Patrick um, Laney is Certified Peer Recovery Support Specialist. Um, and that is, you work in the field, but you're you're in recovery, right? Uh, yes, sir. Uh, been in recovery uh, a little over 25 years now. So is this is this when you say over twenty five? So you're in recovery, you're always in recovery, I guess, right? Would that be fair to say? Yes, sir. Okay. Yes, what sir. was what was your what was your addiction? Uh, it was mainly alcohol. Uh, there towards the end, there was a lot of uh, crack, cocaine, but I always started and ended with alcohol. Hmm. So this has been because I asked you before the before the we started here. Working in the field is part of your recovery, I guess, because you're, you, it's one of those where people go, well, you don't know how it is. You can actually say, well, yeah, I do. <laughs> right. Uh, yes, sir. I mean, it's one of those things. Um, it makes me appreciative of where I'm at today because, uh, when somebody, when somebody calls, uh, the recovery resource hub, um, what it does, I get to see someone at their lowest point, and I get to help that person. And, you know, then I get to think about all the people that was there to help pick me up along the way. So, yes, it makes me very appreciative. So how much of an uptick? I mean, we, we've, we've you know, all of us are stressed already because of, you know, and then, of course, the national media hasn't helped at all. Um, this has got to be, have, 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 this has to have challenged people who are also fighting fighting an addiction. How, what's been your experience so far? What we've seen at Partnership, uh, the clients that's calling us and the people that's making contact with us, uh, we're seeing a lot of 
people that has been in recovery that has went back out and started using. You know, during this whole pandemic and when we're sheltering in place, I mean, it it, it was really, it's really been tough on people. I, I mean, uh, especially if you live alone, you know, just that contact. One of the things about recovery is, you know, there's always in recovery, it's one it's one person with substance use disorder support another person. Mm-hmm. And even though we had virtual meetings and and do, doing what we can, I mean, we, you know, the recovery community, we burn Zoom up. I mean, but, there's but we're a, made, but we're made for human we're, contact. We're made for human contact. You know, Zoom, Zoom is Zoom. You yes. Know. <laughs> that you can you can you can present a different right. side of you that you want people to see right mm-hmm. on Zoom and a lot of these social media things. Right. Um, so so yeah, it's not. And this is killing huggers. I've joked about that, but it is. I mean, if you're a hugger, if you if you oh, really yeah. want <laughs> if you really want human contact, this has been tough, right? Mm-hmm. So so kind of tell us, Wendy, a little bit about you were talking about how you guys have kind of gone through this. And you have seen the numbers increase, which is not surprising. But you guys have had to adjust before you could get up going virtually. Oh, absolutely. And and you just tried common sense stuff, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, we, you know, we this program, the Recovery Resource Hub, it was in development for a year at least, a little over a year. And we kicked it off on February third, six weeks later. Little did you know. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. And um, so six weeks later, this hit, and I remember we sat in the office, and and we had already been talking about um, a new social media plan, new outreach kind of thing for us, and this really kicked all of that into into overdrive. We had to come up with ways to move everything in a virtual capacity, and we started out the first thing. Um, People who need state-funded, who don't have insurance or don't have money, their options in Alabama are state-funded treatment. So in order to do that, you have to have an assessment. It's an American Society of Addiction Medicine. It's the big, long. (laughs) You have to have, you know, all kind of qualifications to even be able to, to perform this assessment. And so at first... We took it, uh, we have a space in our lobby. We have one of those windows, like a teller window mm-hmm. kind of thing. So what we did, we put the assessor on one side of the window and in the lobby because most everyone in our building wasn't coming in at that point. So we were able to lock the lobby. And um, so there was, you know, privacy and everything so that people could do that through the window. And in addition to that, like really protocol for cleaning and <laughs> before and after everybody came in well, i want to i want to continue on with this but mm-hmm. that you guys found a way to, yes. to to keep this thing going yes and and really looking through the glass is more human contact than it is on the social media thing for sure more on uh, how our communities recovering with people with addiction coming up Insane solutions for an insane world. WTKI Talk. 
call the Fred Holland Morning Show at 256-684-8000. With the Bloomberg Business of Sports Report, I'm Charlie Pellet. Amazon.com has bought the naming rights to Seattle's key arena, the new home for the city's expansion hockey team, and the WNBA's Seattle Storm, but the company isn't putting its own name on it. The venue will be called Climate Pledge Arena, a nod to Amazon's push to get companies to have net zero carbon emissions by 2040. It unveiled the pledge last year, which requires businesses to reach the goal a decade ahead of the Paris Agreement. The Women's World Cup is heading to Australia and New Zealand in 2023 after a concentrated effort by the joint bidders to secure the global soccer event in the Southern Hemisphere for the first time. The tournament is already being billed as the largest sporting event that New Zealand has ever hosted. And that's the Bloomberg Business of Sports Report. I'm Charlie Pellet. We're all in uncharted territory looking for ways to support our communities. At Dell Technologies, we're making sure small businesses have the right tech solutions. Dell Technologies advisors are here for you from helping small businesses stay connected and productive while working remotely with Windows 10 and Microsoft Teams to rapidly deploying remote work solutions that limit upfront costs with Dell Financial Services. We're standing by you every step of the way. Call 877-ASK-DELL. That's 877-ASK-DELL. It takes conviction to see beyond the turmoil in today's markets. That's PGM, the investment management business of Prudential. With a legacy of risk management discipline and investment experience through 30 market cycles, PGM is prepared for today's challenges. PGM brings long-term perspective and deep expertise across public and private markets globally. Outlast today's uncertainty with PGM. Find out more at PGM.com. That's PGIM.com. My story may help you. This is what happened. I was talking to my best friend. I told her I wasn't feeling like myself. I had pain in my pelvic area and bleeding that wasn't normal for me. Since it had gone on for a couple of weeks, my friend said I had to go to the doctor. Of course, she was right. Turned out I had uterine cancer, a type of gynecologic cancer. To make a long story short, by realizing something might be wrong and seeing my doctor right away... I received treatment. Now, we're confident I'll be fine. Please, please listen to your body. If something doesn't feel right for two weeks or longer, see your doctor. Uterine, cervical, ovarian, vaginal, and vulvar cancers are all gynecologic cancers. Signs and symptoms are not the same for everybody. So get the facts. Get the inside knowledge. Call 1-800-CDC-INFO to learn more. Knowing can make all the difference in the world. It did for me. A message from the Inside Knowledge Campaign and the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services. The official health care provider for our mascot, Tiki, is Catisfaction Cat Clinic in Madison. WTKI Talk. Oh, it's going to feel like 101 today. Oh, good Lord. 74 right now, we're going to actually get to about 90, and we've got that 40% chance of showers and storms later. Ooh, that's going to help it feel sticky, too. <laughs> Welcome to summer. Uh, let's see, we've got uh, Wendy Reeves, who is, uh, by the way, some people may remember you from Huntsville Times. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because I mean, Huntsville News, would you ever do anything for the Huntsville News, or was it already gone? 
It was gone. It was already gone. Mm-hmm. But they were, they may remember your byline from, uh, from there. Mm-hmm. So, uh, and, uh, so she is the, uh, interim executive director for, uh, Partnership for a Drug-Free Community. And, uh, Patrick, who is Patrick Laney, who is, uh, I'll, I'll do your title here. I'll try to do your title. Anyway, you're you're in recovery, but also working in the field, which we said yes. I I gotta believe is a person who's been in recovery. What'd you say, twenty five years? Yes, sir. This is therapy for you every time you help somebody, huh? Yes, it, it definitely is. Um, being able to just help someone take that next step, it's definitely uh, therapeutic for me. So we've had some, sadly, we've had some deadly um, results from all everybody being separated like this, right? I mean, it, it, mm-hmm. because emotionally we're separated too, right? Yes, absolutely. And we'll have, so Tyler Berryhill, our corner, is going to begin to talk about uh, that aspect of it. But we've had, we've got some bad stuff out there. And uh, unfortunately, people still do bad things and they're, they're mixing up concoctions that mm-hmm. are killing people. Yeah, May was... Um and into June, kind of a tough month, there were, I know our first responders had um, just about every other weekend, they were having really spike numbers and calls. And then when I was speaking with Tyler, he was telling me about how we had almost a third of our annual, you know, and I believe it was 2017 is when we really saw our overdose deaths jump up. Um, really high when things started hitting our area really hard with the opioid epidemic and um, almost a third in 30 days of people lives lost. Wow. And you think it's not just you know, I say 30 people, that's 30 lives and that's 30 parents sets of parents, siblings spouses, children you know, it's a lot of people are impacted impacted by this problem. So we've got to, you know, part of this is um, you got to just turn it off at some point, right? Because all the, and that's not how, we, Patrick, do you advise people to just don't sit there and watch TV all day? Yeah, I mean, <laughs> that's not helping you. No, that, that's definitely not uh, the answer. Um, you know, at this point, if someone is using, they got a substance use disorder, you know, one of the things is they're not going to be able to stop just on their own uh, because, you know, you start talking about the uh, drugs effects on the brain and everything else. And and I really think that's one of the great things that we do at Partnership now with the Hub, that we help those people that suffering with a substance use disorder find the help that they need. So if kind of give me, I know we have to keep you know names out of this, but kind of have, have you have you won some battles here with with I mean, have you guys figured some things out with the separation where we're, we got we got some things we're, we we've discovered some things that are working, or is it just you're just trying to trying to kind of tread water? Where, where are we right now? Well, at this point, there are several things that we're doing um, well. You know. One of the things, the recovery community, like I said before, you know, we are doing the online support groups. You know, we have our own, uh, most of the Alcoholics Anonymous groups, Narcotics Anonymous, you know, they've started their own online uh, meetings, and, and those have helped. 
Definitely. Um, we have seen a uh, spark in people seeking help. Uh, one of the things that um, we we have seen is the increased uh, abuse of alcohol. Um, probably the first six weeks might have had two or three people that was presenting with alcohol use disorder. And um, I would say probably about half of all of assessments that we do at this point are alcohol-related. So how valuable is it? We've all tried to use Zoom, right, with with some level of uh, successful results and some not so much. You know, we tried it with seventh graders, and it's not exactly the easiest thing um, with people with the with the attention span of gnats. But I'm thinking in in the area of therapy when you're in recovery or or you've slipped and you or what they traditionally have said fall off the wagon, I guess. Seeing that other person who's struggling like you in a Zoom meeting, I'm, I'm guessing that part of it maybe sticks, huh? A little bit. Well, I think first of all, having the option to do it, we were, I think, probably the first one okay. that offered it because we were hearing from people that they were struggling and needed some help, and so we we first set up on Zoom and then we went to GoTo, which okay. is a HIPAA compliant. Um, and service. that's another thing people don't realize. Oh, yeah, there's you still so got to deal much. with HIPAA. Yeah, yes. there's a lot that goes into this. Even when we went to the virtual assessments, um, there's a signature that has to be on there. And for a temporary period, that, that was waived. That's what allowed us to be able to do not the ones between the window, but we actually went to a full virtual assessment where everything was done with, with no contact. And everything, but as far as the meetings, he's had um, pretty good attendance. Pretty good attendance. It's the numbers are kind of dwindling down now that a lot of uh, in-person support groups are taking place. But there, there in the very beginning, we did we had very good numbers. So is that? And again, you've got people that are just going to reject this as being if you're technologically challenged that's a whole new set of problems right 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 uh that's one of the things that i've definitely learned how to do in the last uh couple months is tell people how to how to download the zoom app and how to get it to work and go to and yeah. go to that's that's believe kinda... me i am one of those people being dragged <laughs> kicking and screaming into the 21st century it's not easy yeah, i mean <laughs> but if you're I, trying I to do begin... that that's hard right yes. that's, that's another level of challenge well to begin with that's how we were doing all of our assessments and you know someone would call seeking treatment and i would tell them you know you've got to find a way to download zoom and, and then, you know, I would spend 30, 35 minutes saying, okay, now, once you get on it, you know, you got to unmute your microphone and, you know, don't forget to turn your camera on. So, it, and I'm not the most technological person myself, so it was interesting. So we've, where do we go from here on this, Wendy? I mean, do, do you come out of the, we're, we're starting to kind of get, mm-hmm. uh, are we kind of coming out of this a little bit as far as 
We have, being able to deal with people, because again, you talk about being in a face-to-face business mm-hmm. and a mentoring, really a mentoring business, it's really important to, you know, again, a hug matters in this, mm-hmm. where in other situations it's not such a big deal, right? But it mm-hmm. does in this. So how's that part working? Yeah, the virtual assessments, while they've been great as an alternative so we can continue to help people, even our assessors, they really prefer to be able to do the one-on-one. So we have started a couple of weeks ago. Um, we are doing in-person assessments. We do have um, lots of protective. We have the um, plexiglass shields. We have a protocol for cleaning a length of time between each um, person. All right, we're going to talk more about uh, trying to do this in a COVID-19 environment. It's still got to go go on, mm-hmm. right? We're Absolutely. going to get people back to recovery. Uh, more coming up. Where Huntsville comes to talk. 1450 AM and 105.3 FM, WTKI Talk. We've had a couple of different accidents reported this morning, but they've been moved off into parking lots almost immediately, so no real problems there. You be careful on your trip in. Try to get out the door early if you can. From routine care to heart failure, Dr. Randall Burns and the team at Huntsville Heart Specialist have the expertise to care for all matters of the heart. Captain Nick and the Popeyes North Parkway Skywatch Traffic Center for WTKI Talk. Sometimes life is wonderful, and sometimes it's not. Cherish the good, but always be prepared for life's challenges. Private health care is private health insurance for ages 65 and under with medical, dental, vision, and even prescription coverage. If you're looking for health coverage at the best price and your annual household income is 35000 or more, give us a call at 800-626-4910. That's 800-626-4910. It's the Declaration of Independence as we're created. Doesn't matter. Declaration of Independence has no validity under the law. I notice you said it's unconstitutional. Did you say it's undeclarational? It is. It is undeclarational. Yes. That's one hell of an argument, and I love it. Oh, yeah. Can you feel that, buddy? Handle on the law. Saturday nights from 9 to midnight on WTKI Talk. My part-time service in the Army National Guard makes it possible for me to be more for the community I call home. I'm a better neighbor because my service has taught me how important it is to be a team player. My training helps me in my classes when I give attention to detail to the task at hand. My service in the Army National Guard allows me to keep my country safe from threats. Learn more about how you too can live and serve part-time by visiting NationalGuard.com. Sponsored by the Alabama Army National Guard. Aired by the Alabama Broadcasters Association and this station. Being a teenager is tough. There's the constant pressure to be liked. Endless worrying about college. Cyberbullying, high expectations, all the negativity. There's no question. Being a teenager is tough. And what do Alabama's teens do when they want to block out the noise and clear their heads? We're playing! 
Research shows that teenagers who participate in high school sports have lower stress levels, more confidence, and greater self-esteem. And then there's the biggest benefit of all. High school sports are fun. Not just fun. They're a lot of fun. <laughs> Encourage your teenagers to participate in a sport or activity when they go to high school. They'll stress less and smile more. And they'll be laying the foundation for a happier, healthier future. This message presented by the Alabama High School Athletic Association and the Alabama High School Athletic Directors and Coaches Association. Grab bar is an easy way to stop the slipping and sliding in the bathtub, but drilling a hole in the ceramic tile can be pretty slippery itself. I'm Danny Lifford with tips for today's homeowner. When we return, how to keep your drill bit from doing the ceramic shimmy right after this. The Home Depot is cooking up new ways to start summer here and bring summer home. From online ordering to free delivery and convenience store pickup, we're helping make sure taking care of your summer projects is a breeze. And summer savings on all your favorite brands make things even easier. So freshen up the deck, fire up the grill, summer's here, and it's as close as your own backyard. The Home Depot, how doers get more done. Installing a grab bar in the tub or shower is a great idea, but trying to drill through a ceramic tile surround can be challenging. The slick glaze surface makes the drill bit walk over the tile. I've heard some suggest using a nail to tap a slight indentation in the tile for a starting point, but this can crack the tile as well. Instead, try this. Place an X made from masking tape on the spot you want to drill. Use a pencil to mark the location on the top of this tape. The paper surface of the tape will keep your drill bit in place, allowing you to drill the hole where you need it. Once drilled, simply remove the tape and you're ready to install your grab bar. I'm Danny Lipford with tips for today's homeowner. the smartest man in talk radio. You're going to be listening to one of the smartest people that you probably, and you know who this guy is. <laughs> it's me. He's Jim Blassingame. Now, I am going to teach some kids a lesson. I choose to take that literally. The Small Business Advocate. The Small Business Advocate. Jim Blassingame. Saturdays at 2 on WTKI Talk. Did you know almost anything you can find at Stanleyo's is available as a salad or as a gluten-free wrap? Just ask. The meatball, ham and Swiss, steak kebab, steak combo, turkey, tuna, Italian cold cuts, the kitchen sink. Plus, that Stanleyo's tradition extends to vegetarian. Just taste it. Huntsville's original sub is Stanleyo's Sub Villas, Jordan Lane and Holmes Avenue, and Governor's Drive just west of First Baptist Church. Like Stanleyo's on Facebook and receive special offers. Scout Guide Huntsville presents the Live Local Huntsville campaign to help workers in hospitality and retail industry challenged by the effects of the COVID-19 pandemic. Visit Scout Guide Huntsville on Facebook to buy cool t-shirts with 100% of the proceeds going to the fund to help these workers. There are pictures of the t-shirts to choose from and they're only $25. There's a link to the Women's Economic Development Council where you can apply for funds. You can even make an extra donation while you're there. Go to Facebook. Scout Guide Huntsville and make a difference today. Give some stations an hour and they'll give you heartburn. I can't believe I ate that whole thing. WTKI Talk. But it's all over now and his show isn't Monday. 
I'm just watching this thing. It's up to 76. 101 is what, it gonna feel, what it's going to feel like today. It's terrible. It's sticky. Uh, Partnership for a Drug-Free Community. Uh, big things they've been doing for a long time. Uh, and it continues on even during this whole pandemic thing. Um, Wendy Reeves, who is uh, interim executive director, Patrick um, Laney, who is certified peer recovery support specialist uh, and in recovery at the same time, uh, which which gives you some cred, I would say. Uh, and Tyler Berryhill, our coroner, joining us. We're going to talk about the, the, the really bad part of, of this. Uh, where you don't want to be, but but that's reality. Wendy, real quickly, um, before we get to Tyler, um, just continuing on. You guys are continuing to adapt, absolutely, and and making some. I mean, I mean, making some progress, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, we'll continue. You know, we're doing the in person assessments again. Um, we do have office hours again. We're in and out, and we're just going to continue to monitor and adapt as the situation. At least now, we already have a plan in place. If we have to go back to virtual assessments, we can. We're still going to help people. The um, You're the last guy any family wants to see. Right, absolutely. He's a nice guy. He's well-dressed today, but <laughs> Madison County Coroner uh, Tyler Berryhill, who um, you, you and I have had, uh, sadly, a number of conversations about some of the stuff that gets into the system here, and it's deadly. And during this, I guess, not necessarily a lockdown here, but the fact that our activities were curtailed, uh, it, that part of it turned deadly, didn't it, it? It really has, and a huge aspect of, of it is we look back at our, our recent statistics. Typically, in Madison County, we'll see a drug-related death occur once every five days. And that puts us around anywhere between 73 to 75 deaths per year. Um, but just in the last 30 days alone, we've seen 20 drug-related deaths. So we went from one person every five days dying to one person to about every day and a half. So wow. that's a huge jump. And this is, I, I, I guess, based on everything else that's going on, it's not surprising. You know what, really seeing these numbers here, how it shot up um, just so, so significantly, typically when we see that, there's usually an extremely bad batch of dope out there. Mm. And this so it's a combination of bad, bad drugs and the fact that people are probably more challenged in their recovery than they've probably been in their lives because right. we're all a bit challenged absolutely right now, that's a bunch right? of different factors that we haven't faced especially with everything going on um in the world today so the bad guys are going to continue because they just they just care about making the money they don't care if you die that's right, right. that's all it is is a dollar sign in a numbers game so what 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 did we end up with and and is that still out there you know what Sadly to say, I believe it is, because we look back 30 days before, we've seen the same average, and then I ran a stats check from yesterday back another 30 days, and we're still hitting that one death every day and a half. Wow. So So what is it? You know, typically what we see is it's fentanyl. And we've got that three- to four-month lag time from the state of Alabama to get me those test results back so I can look and see exactly what it is. Um, but that's usually 90% of the time it's some form of fentanyl, some type of mixture. And really what we've got out on the streets right now is something that it has fentanyl in it, and it may be a mixture of crystal meth and fentanyl. Um, for anybody in the drug scheme of things, death investigation, crystal meth, it gets its name because it looks like crystals. In the light, it shines or reflects. Um, and what we're seeing is we're getting this drug out here on the streets that looks like meth, 
but it's hitting positive for fentanyl, and it does have the powder residue. So it comes back to, is this a possible bad batch that's out that's been cut too heavy with meth? Um, and years gone by, people would refer to it as a speedball, an upper with a downer. Mm-hmm. So we're um, we're seeing it um, basically not necessarily related to where we are. It's just people become more desperate to get something. Right. right? Absolutely. And that's that'll be a good, interesting fact to look back across the country, especially in the areas where drugs travel, where they ship out from, and see if there's other large outbreaks. It's unusual. Um, for these types of numbers, because most of the time it comes back to a very hot batch out there when we see massive spikes. All right, you are Madison County Corner, and the numbers you just gave us are just Madison County. Just Madison County, yes, So sir. that, again, is how many, normally you're getting how many, a, 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 every five, a, a drug death about every five days? About and every about, five. Now we're to about every day and a half. Abs- yes, that's where we're at for right Madison now. Madison County. Just for our county alone. That doesn't include Birmingham, Mobile, Montgomery, just us. Or, or our metro. I mean, right. you probably get some of those numbers, but I mean, we're that—that that is your area of responsibility, Just right Madison here. County, mm-hmm. and that's a that's a staggering number. Absolutely, because it's easy to look when you look at the numbers. You got to remember, this is a lie. This is something that we can't get back or give back to somebody. Patrick, are you are are you getting that back from from the people that you're helping? Are are are, are you hearing about some of the stuff uh, Tyler is related to us here? The the fact that 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 temptation is out there, or are they? I mean, are are, are people getting to the? I, I guess I don't quite understand. You already have pressures on on if you're in recovery and you're struggling not to go back there. And we have all this other stuff going on where we're, not, we're supposed to keep our distance. We're not, you know, we're not allowed to be around people uh, in close proximity. Right. That's all adding uh, adding to this. Is that making something like what Tyler's described? Part of that is more desperation, uh, uh, and people uh, are taking advantage of that. I think on certain levels it is because um, I have talked to several people. They have relapsed. Um, I was talking to someone from um, a recovery program in in Huntsville, and they've just had a spike of positive fentanyl tests as well. Um, but a lot of it it is, you know, you know, when you like I said, one of the big things about recovery is that support from other people in recovery, and. You know, and you cut that support off, and all of a sudden, you know, you're dealing with all these pressures, you know, whether you're unemployed, whether, um, you know, you're by yourself, you know, you got all this extra added pressure, and what we've always done was go out and use. That's how, that's how we dealt with loneliness. That's how we dealt with depression, sadness, you know, anger. You know, we're anxious, you know, you're anxious, go get high, you know, you don't think about, you know, you just kind of roll your problems forward. You know, we're, we're sitting here talking about something where we've all been affected at some level by, you know, the government said, told businesses, stop. Right. You know, we've had people not be able to get, get back to work. We've had people sadly lose their jobs. You add what are normal pressures for us that are actually abnormal at this time. And then you take and add that to the life of an addict, and this is what you end up with, right? Right. And, and you know, it's one of those things. Um, he was talking about, don't know if it's just a bad batch of drugs or what it is, but, you know, one of the things, 
someone that's in active addiction, they hear that this batch of drugs, someone OD'd on it. I mean, that just makes that just makes them want to go out and find that batch and use it themselves because it's so potent. So it 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 becomes uh, there, there's kind of a heightened want for it. Surprisingly so. That's that yes. is absolutely correct. We do see that. Almost a death wish. Which is scary. Or chasing the or chasing that ultimate high. Yeah. You know, um one thing about people that's in active addiction and you know when I was in active addiction I thought I was smarter than everybody else. You know, if the person over here OD'd and died, I was just gonna be a smarter addict and not use as much, but just get enough. But you don't know how much they use, so it's kind of a, it's still a a roll of the dice, right? Yeah, but your brain has told you, I'm smart. I've got this handled, you know, and in actuality, like you said, it's just a roll of the dice. A lot of stuff still going on in our community, even in normal times, and here we are in abnormal times, and we're getting an abnormal result. We'll talk some more about this. More with uh, Tyler and uh, also Wendy and uh, Patrick just ahead. I'm Brian. And I'm Tim. Join us for Beer Guys Radio every Saturday afternoon at 1 p.m. on WTKI. Just got a report that the traffic signal University and Boardwalk is back on flash now. They've got signal engineers coming to take a look at it. It's a mask and hose keeping you awake. Dr. Sandman is offering $500 off the Somnodent, an easy-to-use oral device insurance approved for sleep apnea and snoring. 350-CARE or randallsandland.com. Captain Nick in the Popeye 72 and Jeff Skywatch Traffic Center for WTKI Talk. They are essential and hungry. Back in one minute with your food chain question of the day. There is a homeopathic remedy for just about every ailment. Longtime medical doctor, osteopath, and homeopath Jeff Lester is available to accurately diagnose the root cause of your affliction and prescribe the proper homeopathic remedy to help your body resolve its affliction. Homeopathic remedies for heart and lung disease, migraine headaches, ADHD, depression, diabetes, and many other afflictions of the body and mind is at hand and may cost less than $10 per month without insurance. For your personal homeopath consultation, call Dr. Jeff Lester at 888-600-8117. Dr. Jeff Lester, 888-600-8117. 888-600-8117. Your homeopathic remedy is at hand for less than you think possible. 888-600-8117. More of those who work in the essential jobs of growing, harvesting, processing, and serving food rely on food stamps than do those who work in non-essential jobs. According to data released by the Center for American Progress, over 12% of agricultural workers and nearly 14% of grocery workers reported receiving SNAP benefits in 2018, while only 8% of those who worked in jobs deemed not essential received the food stamps. Question. 
Which workers do you think are most essential to your family? Farm workers or grocery clerks? Answer today's question and learn how yesterday's question was answered at WTKIRadio.com. That's WTKIRadio.com. Good morning, Uglyville! Every ugly doll is unique. I'm Moxie. Bobo. Wait. Those close to me call me Slick Doll. Which is not his name. And every child is, too. They can be pretty lovable. That's why when you travel, you should make sure your child is in the right seat for their age and size. That sounds pretty great to me. Keep them safe by visiting NHTSA.gov slash the right seat. Isn't that right, gibberish cat? <laughs> Brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council. Hello, I'm Jason Banks, a neurosurgeon at the Spine and Neuro Center here in Huntsville. Did you know your spine is made up of bones, discs, and an intricate design of nerves? Sometimes abnormalities occur that may cause pain, numbness, and even weakness in your arms or legs. Your spine is more than just bones. Our neurosurgeons can treat the nerves in addition to the bones. Take the first step toward finding a treatment plan that's right for you. Spine and Neuro Center at Huntsville Hospital. Call 533-1600. Mrs. Holland says he'll get to the point eventually. Fred Holland on WTKI Talk. It is uh, the biggest these are challenging times, uh, particularly for organizations like Partnership for a Drug Free Community and uh, Interim Executive Director Wendy Reeves joining us. Uh, Patrick Laney, who is a certified peer recovery support specialist. Um, who is also in recovery, and that's important because you you can connect with people. Um, and then Tyler Berryhill, our um, our Madison County coroner, and sadly we got the other part of this to deal with, um, the fact that we've had an uptick in uh, in drug o- overdose deaths. Um, if if people are, uh, and again, if somebody's has an addiction and they're listening, uh, but probably more likely they have a family member who's observed or has mm-hmm. kind of said, I don't know what to do. There are resources, Absolutely, right? yeah. The Resource Hub is for people who are looking for help, but also for families. The catalyst for it was parents that were speaking at town forums on drug issues who couldn't find help. And I'm sitting here, and I'm like, oh, my gosh, Partnership's been here for 30 years. How can you, you know? And then we started talking about it. What could we do? You know, we had a static list of treatment places so that's what sparked this resource hub this is why we started working on this and um that's what we have if you need help to get into treatment we're here for you if you need help in figuring out how to help someone get into treatment because you can't force them well in, in, but there is a there is that little force in in that if there's crime if there are crimes mm-hmm. involved We've had a, we've had great success here with the drug court, mm-hmm. and that continues to to be successful as well, right? Mm-hmm. So, but then again, you know, we we um, we tend now we got to figure it out for mental health because we tend <laughs> to stuff those people in our jails. Um, but but there are there are numerous resources versus what we had even a decade ago. There are, and part of the the struggle for families, what we saw happening was that. Even when we started our advisory committee, and Tyler was on that, 
<clears throat> we have tremendous resources in the area, but it was connecting all of those resources, and that's really what we do. We take all of the phone calls and the guesswork out of it because if you have insurance, there's one path. If you don't have insurance, there's another path. All right. What's that number? So um, you can call Partnerships Office Monday through Friday, 256-539-7339. And there's also a 24-7 state hotline, and that number is 844-307-1760. And these numbers are on our website at partnershipfordrugfreecommunity.org. All right. Some final moments with uh, Patrick and Wendy and also Tyler just ahead. Listening to the Fred Holland Morning Show on 1450 AM and 105.3 FM WTKI Talk. I'm Liz Clayman, and this is the Fox Business Report. BP is selling its petrochemical business to British chemical company Ineos for $5 billion. BP says the sale will help it to transition to lower carbon energy. Petrochemicals are used in plastics and synthetic rubber, among many other things. Chase says a technical issue is to blame for incorrect balances on checking accounts over the weekend. The bank tweeted the issue was resolved last night. Chase customers posted on social media about errors in their accounts on Saturday and Sunday. Papa John's is selling something new, a shakaroni pizza with giant slices. The menu item was created by Shaquille O'Neal, a Papa John's board member and restaurant owner. The company will donate a dollar from every pizza sold to charity. That's your Fox Business Report. I'm Ginny Cosilda, invested in you. We started Untuck It to create the perfect untucked shirts, but we had other great ideas too, like super comfortable polos and short sleeve shirts that come out of the dryer looking crisp and wrinkle free. Today, save 25% on all short sleeve button downs and polos, including wrinkle free and sweat wicking performance. So even when it's hot in the shade, you'll feel cool and dry in an Untuck It shirt. Don't miss your chance to save 25% on all short sleeve styles today at your local Untuck It store and at UntuckIt.com. Not a bad-looking morning. Traffic's been moving nicely. Had a couple of wrecks. They've been moved off into parking lots. Had several traffic signal malfunctions, including University and Boardwalk. Sounds like most everything's back online now. Are you looking for ways to lower stress and boost immunity? The 2030 Fast Track program can help with that. Find out how at 2030Huntsville.com. I'm Captain Nick in the Jordan Lane Popeye Skywatch Traffic Center on WTKI Talk. Being in the Army National Guard is about more than just serving your country. It's about being there for your community when your neighbors need you most. The Army National Guard makes college affordable. Serving part-time lets you attend school full-time while you take advantage of education benefits that can help you graduate debt-free. If a civilian career is your goal, serving part-time allows you to work at a full-time job. The skills, qualities, and contacts you'll develop in the Guard can open doors to a great civilian career. Want to serve but worried about being away from friends and family? Part-time service in the Army National Guard allows you to serve close to home. Serving in the Army National Guard lets you have the life you want while you enjoy the many benefits of serving your community and nation. You owe it to yourself to learn more about how the Army National Guard can fit into your life. Visit NationalGuard.com. 
sponsored by the Alabama Army National Guard, aired by the Alabama Broadcasters Association and this station. Thousands of people contact InventHelp monthly about their invention or new product. Do you think companies would be interested in your idea? Do you want to try to get a patent? Call InventHelp now. Best of all, the call and information are free. InventHelp keeps your idea confidential, explaining every step of the invention process. Join people just like you who made the call to InventHelp. You have nothing to lose. The call and the information are free. Call 1-800-211-6137. That's 1-800-211-6137. He's Leo the Tech Guy, and he's really smart. Saturday nights at 6 on 1450 AM and 105.3 FM, WTKI Talk. I want to jump real quickly, uh, Tyler Berryhill, our uh, coroner, since he's here. Uh, we're still sitting at about six deaths. I think we added one over the last week or so. I mean, we're, we're still in single digits. Right. Even, reference, if we're at, yeah. even if we're at seven now, we've, we've managed a lot of cases, but the deaths are, are pretty much... Uh, uh, level with what they've been, and I don't know. I guess you're scratching your head too. I guess it's a compliment to our medical community and our leadership here. Madison County continues to do very well with this, although some of our neighbors, and particularly South Alabama, um, have had their challenges with this whole pandemic. Right uh, here from Madison County, in reference to the COVID and the death situation for the fatalities that we've had, our county has fared extremely well uh, compared to other areas throughout the state and the U.S. This this we will write books about. And you're an epidemiologist guy. See, I can. And I, I even called you an epidemiologist nerd one time. And <laughs> he still comes. Um, okay, so back to this drug thing, and I think. Uh, and, and we're here chatting with um, <clears throat> Partnership for a Drug-Free Community. We've had every, all of us have been challenged at some level, but this is this is being challenged on steroids, right, you guys? Because you're trying to help people in normal situations deal with recovery, and 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 this has got to be an extra challenge. And and I want you to throw those figures out again. Um, Tyler, because that the, the, and this is just for Madison County. Mm-hmm. Normal deaths. About one drug overdose or drug-related death in five days? Right. That's normal for Madison County. That's normal for us to see one drug-related death every five days. Um, But over the past 30 days, that number's climbed to one death every day and a half. And that's just an extraordinary leap. And we're we're sitting here talking about a a COVID-19 pandemic where we've had uh, single-digit deaths. And this is... This should be our, our, we should be alarmed by this one. We should be we? alarmed by this. What's out on the streets right now and the havoc that it's wreaking. Um, in just a month's time, we've had more deaths from this than we did COVID just for our county. So, yes, it is a big deal what's out there. It's claiming a lot of lives, and it's claiming them very quickly. You've been involved with this organization um, because you, you you see these you're, you're, you see a lot of stuff out there we don't see. And I, and I God bless you for being able to do that every day. Um, and, and, Patrick, you, you've lived it, and now you're out there trying to help other people. Um, this this is this is good this this is heavy lifting for sure right i mean for for you and a lot of people trying to deal with you know helping people that are ordinarily challenged with whatever their addiction is uh, yes it's it definitely is but you know the whole whole thing is there's still people whether covid-19 hit the area or not there's still people that struggling with substance use disorder 
in this area that, um, you know, they just don't know where to go to get the help that they need a lot of times. Uh, you know, a lot of times it's a family member that makes the initial contact. You know, they don't have a clue. Is that the other, and, and I've heard this before, the misconception is this is only people, you know, live on the street or people, this is in every walk of life, the, right? Oh, definitely. From, from the top of the scale to the, socioeconomically from the top to the bottom, well, right? We, Addiction can be it, anywhere. It does, and I think this opioid crisis that the nation is is in now has really brought that to light. You know, back during the 80s when it was, the uh, crack epidemic, you know, it was, you saw the person on the street, you know, then, you know, the next evolution, it was meth, you know, and we had this perception of the uh, person that was on meth, and today, with the opioids, with the opioids, you know, we see, we see grandma, you know, we see the pastor at the church that gets addicted to pain pills, you it know, so a it's a whole different face, and so, yes, I, I think it's been brought to light a whole lot more over the course of the last few years. All right. That number and website again, Wendy? Uh, you can call Partnership at 256-539-7339. The state hotline, 247-844-307-1760. And PartnershipForDrugFreeCommunity.org. All right. Thanks, guys. Appreciate it. we got bigger stuff to be thinking about, and we need to add this to it. Thanks for sharing. Yes, thank you. Converting your warped view into something more realistic. 1450 AM and 105.3 FM, WTKI Talk. My show isn't just about left and right, Democrats versus Republicans, liberals fighting conservatives. The Mike Gallagher Show is about life, family, friends, how you're going to pay for your kid's college, what information you need to get that promotion, how do you help your fellow man. It's also about standing up to power, whether that's the senator who's handing out favors to big donors or the race hustlers who divide us. Follow the Mike Gallagher Show at Facebook or Twitter at Radio Talker Mike and online at MikeOnline.com. It's the Mike Gallagher Show. Join me weekday mornings from 8 to 11 on WTKI. When might you be buzzed? When you suddenly love everything. You guys, I love this song. I love these nachos. I love our kickball league. Oh, I love this guy. What's your name? You know what I love? A ride when it's time to head out. If you see a buzz warning sign, call for a ride when it's time to go home. Buzz driving is drunk driving. A message from NHTSA and the Ad Council. I love your car. Is this real leather? Celebrating capitalism and freedom 24 hours a day, 1450 AM and 105.3 FM, WTK.